Right, welcome to the inaugural episode of No Tags, a new podcast by Tom Lee and... Chal Ravens. Chal, what's going on? Why are we doing a podcast? Or how is, how is it taking us this long to do a podcast? Uh, and why are we actually in a basement in Soho again? Yeah. Six six years after we last were I know. committed to coming in every day to a small basement in Soho to farm content. Yeah, without getting too much into backstory, I'm sure there'll be plenty of that in future episodes. Me and Charles spent a very large portion of our adult lives churning out content from a basement in we were Soho. actually only there together for three years it wasn't that long it just yeah. felt like a long it's time made, you know it felt like a long time this anyway. is us working through our soho demons this is our soho penance, our soho penance. uh why are we back here in a basement in soho well we are back because we are at srp studios who are kindly letting us record this podcast so get a, uh, a little thank you called it a pod pass then like a a, mrs style <laughs> what the fuck is a pod pass wait is it omar yeah it was omar s who said pod pass was it omar s yeah i mean he's Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Sorry. Uh, the, the, the first and last mention of OMRS <laughs> on this podcast. Damn. Um, um, no, we are also SRP. What's SRP? Soho it's, Radio Productions. It's Soho Radio Productions. Um, we are in a very delightful small room. We're not in the usual sort of library room. We're in the like sauna, which yeah. is why it sounds Both so lovely. Good. Hardwood, soft furnishings. If you're recording things at home, that's my top tip for you. Yeah, and wrap yourself up in a blanket. <laughs> yeah, big duvets everywhere. Uh, but however, for this first inaugural uh, premiere episode, um, we are not at Soho Radio. As you will hear, uh, we're at Pirate Studios. So Yeah, uh, say less. Say le- I would like to say less about Pirate Studios, actually, yeah. but it is uh, hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. Um, That's the business model, yeah, basically. Yeah. Many cells uh, and many private hells, which you can rent by the hour. But it was we got we we got a refund for the first hour I think because yeah, the issues I can't quite right. remember. Um, but yeah, in the same way, we're getting our <laughs> SRP plug in early. We are also getting our apologies for any audio issues on this episode yeah. out early. I mean, it's fine. It's Look, basically fine. It's basically it's just fine. Not as completely uh, super smooth. Yeah, future episodes will sound a lot more this. pristine <laughs> and a lot more like this intro. But um, why yeah. did we go to Pirate Studios, Tom? Who did we talk to? We spoke to, for this inaugural episode, um, a duo who, when me and Chow were brainstorming ideas for this podcast, at um, when we came up with the idea, or no, we, we didn't come up with the idea, but we f- we fleshed out the idea at Trendy Media Pub, the Bricklayers Arms yeah. in Shoreditch. Almost definitely not the only people brainstorming <laughs> a podcast there that night. No, a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, high value males in there. <laughs> Got a deal with Patreon, I think. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah, and why did we choose J.K. and Bempo? Why did they come up? Well, yeah, I we mean, just I think... We both gravitated towards that really quickly, Yeah, Chow mentioned it as an idea, oh, and I? I think it was just that light bulb moment where we were both just like, yeah, that should be the first episode. I think one of the things we're really keen to do with this podcast is chronicle and tell the stories of people who we think are doing really important stuff in in and around music, in the culture, and maybe aren't having their stories adequately told yes. um, for various reasons. Yeah, or pe- maybe also people who are not currently in a kind of pertinent hype cycle that would yes. get them coverage and there's not an obvious like peg to what they're doing right now. They're just, you know, continually doing great work. And we're we're quite interested in people who have... Um, deeper knowledge of kind of behind the scenes connections, maybe people who've been around a bit longer. Not necessarily, I don't think that's like a hard rule, but 
uh, we've talked a lot about this idea of chronicling yeah. and our fears of uh, living in a time when things aren't getting written down as much or that, that a record isn't being made of who did what and where and when and how people knew each other and what the links were. Um, and so there's a certain there's a strong kind of seam of uh, anorak um, enthusiasm yeah, to the whole project enough. as well. Uh, and also perhaps some kind of bigger you know, political, cultural questions about how these, how this culture fits into the rest of like the, 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 the state, the nation, the world, etc. Yeah, 100%. Um, and so JK and Bemper are, <laughs> we should yeah. say the fact Yeah, we should are. say who they are. Uh, so they have a show on NTS called Scary Things. And uh, I guess it is the sort of de facto drill show on NTS, but they also play a lot of other music. Yeah. Um, they've been kind of ahead on playing some of the US rap stuff that's maybe, I guess crossing over with drill in its own way like they're I mean we get into this in the episode but they're really they're really good at investigating this kind of back and forth transatlantic back and forth where you know drill comes over and goes back in comes yeah, over yeah. and they're, they're they're documenting that really well yeah. and that's what we love to see we love yeah, to see documentation they are fellow chroniclers I mean for proof you know for proof that I mean they had pop smoke on their NTS show yeah. which is in retrospect completely crazy mm. um but yeah, I think they're just two people that care really deeply about the music they grew up on, the music that still inspires them. And, you know, even right down to the fact that on the show, they actually like rate new releases in a way which feels yeah. weirdly like transgressive. Yeah, like a bit of a strange, audacious move to like give something a mark out of five when it's sort of like come back round again, because obviously NTS is a sort of sort of soft touch show in general where or station in general where everything is just like broadly celebrated yep. but the idea of like playing a record and then being like mm, 2.1 is yep. you know small thrill isn't it yeah really? it's great it's great um but i think key to this is like they come at it with such like deep love and knowledge as well that they completely back it up yes so um we spent the best part of two hours um God, chatting about everything from their upbringings, what brought them together, um, and like the Matrix, the best. Yeah, we spoke a lot about their favorite films. We spoke a lot about the Matrix, actually. And that's maybe a small content warning for the future: is that we, because I, me, recently discovered what Letterboxd was, um, and I feel I feel like me and you are sort of doing. I'm not sure that either of us were like super into films when we were like like 10, 15 years ago because we yeah. were into music instead. And, and maybe I think we're, we were both... going out more as well. Exactly. And now I think we're both in this uh, stage in our lives where like we're spending a lot more time thinking about films. And so yeah. for various reasons. I've started going to the cinema solo, which I think yeah, is. Yeah, no, that's great. It feels like growing, you know, it yeah, feels like growing yeah. old gracefully. And so actually films we've we've gathered is going to be like a small kind of undercurrent to this podcast. So yeah. I hope you like films. Yeah. Um, but we we asked them about their favourite films and we continue to ask everybody about um, their favourite yeah. films, films they recommend, which is... Can't wait till we get Michael Owen on the show. <laughs> Was it, is it that he's seen no films or is it that he's seen like three films? No, no, he just like... He basically just declared that he doesn't like, like films. Films, full stop. And everyone was just like, this is bonkers. And then he listed the films he'd yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And it was like eight. It was like, I think like three of them were Rocky films. I can't remember. <laughs> and he kept hashtagging hate films at the end of it. And then like maybe like once every two years, he'll tweet around Christmas being like, just been forced to watch another film. Can't stand them. <laughs> Hashtag hate films. Um but yeah, I mean, yeah, so we do speak about The Matrix with them quite a bit. One but, thing I would also, another small note for this episode is that I didn't bring it up when they were saying it, but I thought it, and then I regretted not bringing it up. But 
there's a there's a bit towards the end which uh, in which we get into uh, what they call the theory of him. Yes. Um, which I basically completely back, but it was you know it is notable that we were talking about a theory of him, and you know there should of course be theories of them's and hers and and so so forth and i just uh yeah i don't know it's it's an interesting one that we perhaps didn't get into this like obviously seemingly like terminally male dominated scene that is uk rap um regardless i don't i I don't want to dispute the theory but i just wanted to like in advance say that i thought that (laughs) yeah and i guess it's also funny and i'm you know not just saying this for like ally points but it's also interesting it's still being that a case where like all the most interesting A-tier rappers of the US are women. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. I mean, apart from like Kendrick and a couple of others, like the A-tier male division is pretty bleak. Yeah, that's that's interesting as well because you, I think arguably you've seen that happen with like, you know, the broader like rock punk indie spectrum over the past several years as well where like a lot of bands and from women are women yeah. um, as Kurt Cobain had predicted would be would be the right direction and I guess it's just something about women being able to like grab a kind of new um, transgressive space potentially where there's a bit more that they can do that seems kind of out there and innovative because they're just simply they haven't taken up that space before mm. so basically come on London, UK, etc. We are waiting for the theory of her really not that there's nobody but we can no, have more yeah. can have more uh, before we begin that, um, a word from our sponsors, who might be you, who knows. Um, we are available on social media platforms. You can find us at No Tags Podcast, we're about. And if you would like to support the show in any way, or just kind of keep up with what we're doing, find out what's going on, you can sign up to our newsletter. We are on Substack. It's substack.com slash notagspodcast, uh, where you will be able to access the ever-growing archive of episodes and sign up for some bonus content. What we're yeah. Make. I mean, the loose plan at the moment is it's going to be um, type transcripts of every episode. Mm. There is going to be an accompanying playlist to each episode. Mm-hmm. And as the podcast develops, I mean, I would say... Might do a blog. Yeah, might do the odd blog, but I think we are going to record some bonus episodes, probably do the first ones towards the end of the year, Yes, I think is the plan. And perhaps some more hot takes, Yeah, maybe. Listen. There's a lot going steaming, on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> some steaming hot takes and the steaming hot <laughs> sauna. We um, are content farmers at heart. Yeah, so. I know, God. Um, any other plugs? Yeah, actually, uh, big thanks, big, big ups to Jennifer Walton mm. for our theme music. And big ups to All Purpose Studio for our branding. Um, yeah, inaugural episode of No Tags Podcast. Let's um, patch in JK and Bemper. Mm. I thought a good place to start would actually be if you two could just describe the NTS show. Because like in the blurb on NTS, it's like the drill show. Mm. But tell us, what what is Scary Things? What is the concept? Uh, so Scary Things... Oh no! I take the lead on this one for this is <laughs> scary things. The show um, is just like a a cool cool platform that we use to do the shit that we do. I can use my language freely, right? Yeah, yeah. To do the shit that we do on a regular basis at home, like we like these are the vibes that we listen to. The vibes that like we, if you pull up around us or like if you're a friend of ours and you ever gave us the orcs like this is what we're going to be running like off lap so um it's just like loads of loads we, we, we amalgamate 
is that the word? Amalgamate it's vibes. An amalgamation. Yeah. Amalgamation of vibes. It's an amalgamation yeah. of vibes. Yeah. For real. I don't know. How about you, JK? How um, you say that? Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. Piggybacking off what Bem was saying. Scary things the show, like the radio show. Definitely that. It's the man and vibes. So it's like what we what we what what's what's what we listen to, you know? And uh being on radio, we obviously have the obligation to put you on also, innit? Mm. So we're gonna find the new stuff that's also in our vein that we like. So and at the same time we might go and play something a bit left field, something experimental. 100%. Just just because it's scary like that, you know? Like yeah. just that's like the whole the whole that's just the whole thing. Our thing is just What's just, scary mean in this context? Like scary <laughs> in this context is like being being such a immovable force mm. that your peers and and affiliates have to go back to the drawing board. So like, shake you, know, you, up. you know what I mean? Shake you up, bro. It's a good no. scary though. Like it's scary that you can trust. Like, exactly. Like, you know, like a Captain <laughs> like, America like, can kill you at the same time he's leading the charge. You know, it's like, you know, it's good stuff. Like, like, like it's one of the ones where, you know, when you actually see something that makes you rethink your whole plan. Like yeah. you, you, you could go see a show. You could just, I don't know, you could just be on YouTube and you see someone just do something that's just like, no, that, you get all right cool now that's like some scary shit you get and that's why it's scary things because it could be whatever we're doing mm. today it could be music it could be films it could be sport it could be whatever but trying to be the scariest always different you know yeah because you're doing I, I was gonna get into this i thought it was interesting you're doing like a film club thing right yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah how's that work okay well not how's it work like i <laughs> not saying that in a weird way but like yeah. I just thought it was really interesting yeah. like as an extension of the club night and the radio show and stuff like that yeah so, so JK the film, on the low I was before I, I, I'll let JK chat to answer that yeah but <laughs> JK's a film buff like yeah. serious 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 so you studied study, study yeah film. I studied a bit of film not Sam, with Sam Wise and that yeah 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 literally on the shout low I'm saying film class but yeah so <laughs> Like Bem's just saying, I be liking films and stuff. No, I'm joking. But yeah, no, I be I be taking films serious. I like films a lot, a lot more than people would r- realize. So that being said, DFR likes films also. Exactly, my you know. DFR is definitely so serious film. So it's like, and obviously Bem's is like a sponge. He's always willing to learn stuff. I have no film knowledge <laughs> and he at all. None. But Bems is on some raw, like, like Bems is the guy in the corner where it's like you want him to be there if you're putting someone on because he's gonna be like, oh yeah, this is lit. I'm trying, like, to, I'm trying, to, learn. trying to know yeah. some stuff. <laughs> I really, so, I really missed out on like the whole film thing when yeah. I was younger, like. And really then Dan's in the cut as well, so we just said, bro, we might as well put on a little space where, because we know folks don't watch movies as much as they can, or like, as they would like to. So if we have the space, even if it's five of us, six of us, just come and watch some films bro you know what I mean what kind of films are we talking then so we're on the next one is up for debate but each we've had four right now and um, everyone's picked a film so what did you pick again Bumps so I picked Old Boy oh yeah oh okay yeah good shout Bebs is one. I can't lie. Bebs yeah. one was a good shout. Oh, yo, this is serious full club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And he picked the original. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not, no, the, yeah, not the Spike Lee no, one. No, I, yeah, I no, always forget that. Not just rolling no, that, that one. Was horrendous. No. But he picked the original one. That still. is one of my favorites. Hard, hard. Yeah, one hundred percent. I rewatched it like a month ago. Yeah, First time in good a while. watch. Yeah, good watch. Good watch. Good watch. And then um, Dan, what did Dan pick? Dan pick, picked Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Ooh. Shook me up. Oh, heavy. God. Heavy film. I'll tell you for free. Heavy film. Yeah. 
left that. there feeling different. I watched that in Shrooms, bro. That is yeah. a scary yeah. film. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> scary film. The effects of drugs. That is the film to show. <laughs> this is just play that film or repeat in jails. I thought we could talk about mm. with radio. Obviously, mm. it's only a, it's only a part of what you do, but it is like a, a big part of it. Yeah. How do you how do you kind of view yourself? I guess as radio hosts in a UK rap context. And I guess, how do you view the role of radio in that context as well? Because, I mean, obviously, radio traditionally was, like, really integral to something like Grime. But mm. with, like, I'd say the current generation of UK rap, as far as I can see, it's, like, less of an obvious format or mm. less of a go-to format for a lot of people compared to, like, YouTube, right? Um, so, yeah, I guess, how do, you, how do you see that? How do you see your role as, like, radio hosts, DJs, critics, fans of the music, whatever? Um, I would say as 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 to how I see my role is I, I feel like we always try to remain as like fans, so keep the just keeping the excitement as if we don't know the behind the scenes of it because you can I, I feel like we have a duty of care to put people on, mm. and at the same time it can be not say tiring, but man. For us, we 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 are really like immersed in the UK scene, guys. More than just like UK drill and UK rap, so it's all smushed in together, like mm. the like underground Shoreditch mafia world to, <laughs> like, to like the hood man with the ballys. Mm. I mean, and it kind of gets like it's just say kind of tiring, but. You're just in it. You're just in it. Yeah, like, you're just in it. <laughs> but like, it, you know what I mean. But but it's a, but it's a duty of care to always put people on mm. when we're on air, and like always show that raw. Yeah, like this is what we're doing over here, isn't it? Because yeah. it's 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 crazy. Like right right now, UK scenes crazy right now. But yeah, yeah. So. No, I feel I feel you on that one still. Like mm. that, I, like like you said, isn't it? There's a duty of care. I feel an obligation. It's like that. So it's like fans first kind of thing. Always, do you reckon? 100%. Always, 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 always. Because always I'm, fans first. You're, you're quite objective on the show at times. Yeah. Like, I'm always really impressed with it, and sometimes a little bit astounded when you do stream stars. <laughs> like you're very honest sometimes about artists yeah. you presumably know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because because you can't call a spade a spade at the end yeah. of the day, innit? And it's like I feel like as a listener of music or a consumer of music, a consumer of any media, I feel like having. A real opinion should be paramount. Like, forget about like, how people are gonna feel and whatnot. So, well, if your thing is real, like, even if someone doesn't agree with it, they're gonna understand it because you've articulated yourself enough. You know what I'm saying? Don't say stuff if you don't have the knowledge behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like when we're on when we're playing stream stars, that's why we make sure we stress. You're gonna speak your mind. Don't just say you don't like something because you don't like it. Yeah. Even if that's the case, don't say anything. You know what yeah. I mean? Not in a gospel. Has anyone ever taken offence? Um, hold up. I feel like I had someone. Someone said something one time in my DMs, but I can't remember who exactly it was. I wouldn't say it even anyway. <laughs> but I, I, like, it was just like, hey, like. Because, hey, it's a two-hour show, man. But it's, it is still striking that of all of the shows, kind of on any station, but let's say NTS, that play new music and like take it upon themselves to kind of update people on a mm. scene mm. no one else is doing like marks <laughs> no one yeah, else is giving yo, out grades but I think that that's, that. But that is <laughs> on one hand it sounds like 
it's like what a critic would do but on yeah. the other hand it's absolutely what a fan yeah, does exactly. yeah. right? but you just yeah. honestly chat to your friends yeah. about when you've been kind of disappointed by the new track or and but it's just it feels weirdly refreshing to actually yeah. hear people have that conversation on the radio again but there's definitely something in the air like there's definitely a really prevalent school of thought mm. I would say like more now than there ever has been that if you haven't got anything Yeah, nice if you haven't got say, anything good to say, don't say yeah. it. A lot of Negative that. reviews shouldn't exist. Yeah. Music yeah. criticism should be YouTube positive or you don't YouTube say. YouTube dislike right. button's gone, bro. It's crazy Literally. world you live in. Crazy world you live in, bro. Yeah. What? There's no the dislike track. button. Bro, you I mean, I'm not really out there disliking people's yeah, videos. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I never realised that. Yeah. Dislike button. That's genuinely quite tragic, that, isn't it? The idea that you're just not actually allowed to publicly dislike. Even anonymously. Even anonymously. Yeah. It's crazy. You can only see the likes. It's like, yo... But I never even clocked. Realistically, the dislike button should be there. Not say it should be, but... It should be there, said, bro. But that's all that I said. Damn. It should be no, there. But, no, but Joe's annoying about the dislike button gone, yeah, because I watch a lot of... I'm a tech person and I fix a lot of things in it. This is like total... Right, stuff. okay. And obviously, I need this dislike button to know if... If I'm going to open my laptop, is this this technical video good or not? Like, yeah. Dislike button will let you know that, I, yo, you break your you, yeah. you break the shit halfway. Like, exactly. Or like it's a bit you know what I'm saying when you're preparing for the show or maybe in general like is there a point where your tastes your separate tastes kind of diverge like is there stuff that one of you's just like no we're not playing that you know it's funny you know it's funny that I feel like what we do what we've done unintentionally mm. in regards to that is just like when especially on the day of the show we don't really discuss music on the day of the show it's kind of like we come to the station even though we travel together like we might be like, oh you heard this or you heard this but we're not going to be like yo this is what we want to listen to this. Mm. we kind of just come to the station and we just let it all unfold <laughs> literally <laughs> like literally even because stream stars I send them the stream stars at literally 10 or even less than 10 minutes before we actually play the game wow okay do you get because wow. I've, I've I make the stream stars up throughout like the week right right so like I just like because obviously the life that we live like we said we just do this thing Folks think that we're just loading up like we're in the back writing our notes and that. Right. <laughs> and, and, like, and like a lot of the times, also, well, because I I used to I DJ my laptop a lot of the times, so it was like I just never ever planned the show. It was just yeah. like I just opened my laptop and just DJ from a UK draw folder. No because he's always gonna have new tunes regardless. he's gonna have new. He's getting the emails regardless, isn't it? So yeah. it's only now that I've had to like start to like okay. You know, start to focus on trying to put together certain sets and mm, get specific with it again like no, I even get like USBs and shit like yeah. all that but before it was just like yo it's just pull up laptop you kid your folder open that start playing other tunes from there and we out <laughs> no. organised by date added yeah, live, live. do you think I've, it's figure's a joke I can't lie it's only of recent you know what's crazy it's only of recent yeah remember all of the events for time and it's only of recent I started realising that raw DJs actually like, actually plan sets I didn't know it was a thing you know I'm not going to lie to you if I'm lying I'm flying bro because every time like... I roll with him it's a matter of we're just going there and he's going to play whatever he's feeling he's looking at the crowd he's going to play what he's feeling the crowd gets lit then there's more bookings and I'm like this evidently works this is evidently <laughs> the pattern because bro she's still getting booked he's still doing his thing and then I'm like bro people actually go record books and do all this and he's like yeah bro I've got I to do this now like this is the, the next this is on now I'm just like rah so, I remember once warming up for EZ when I used to DJ years mm, back mm. and I lo was looking at you yeah I was looking at EZ's USBs and he had if I remember right I think he had 
free folders. His, his, all his USB was just free folders. Bangers, UK Garage Classics, <laughs> and then one which was called Cool Kids. And like he'd sometimes dip into that and play like Subtract or Disclosure or whatever. <laughs> but like that was it. And I was like, well, if EZ can just have free yeah, folders. <laughs> and I'm sure the Bangers folder and the UK Garage Classics folder can't be that different. Yeah. So if EZ can do it for like 48 hours or whatever he does in transport of free folders, you know. No, facts, because I, I feel like being a flower in the wall watching Bemp's early doors, like, I feel like if you're a selector, like obviously, if you could DJ is lit, but in terms of if you know tunes, you're never gonna go wrong. Maybe on that note, a little little trip down memory lane, yeah. Yeah. origin story. Um, I mean, you mentioned a bit about like what what was going on ten years ago, so maybe you could sort of paint a picture for us because I'd be interested to know. What were you? What were you like when you were teenagers? What was going on? Where you from? What's the kind of origin story? I didn't story? know Jake ten years ago. It's no. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Hold on, it should be. What do we know oh, each no, other? No, damn, might have still. Yeah, no, we know, know each other like, ten years ago. Oh, you missed the anniversary. Yeah. No, 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 because no, it might not even be ten years ago. Still it's coming up, it's coming up, should Car. be coming up. Car, what man? Twenty six now. I didn't know you ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty six. Having college. So what's sixteen year old JK and Bumper up to? Uh, sixteen year old JK. I was um going into college, isn't it? Yeah. So I might have probably just ran into you, but my name chat to you. Definitely yeah. chat to you. At sixteen, I was I was uh college. Thinking to myself, what is going on? Why am I going to college so close to my house? I went to go to college in Creighton. I went to go to a sixth woman in Creighton because I went secondary school in Creighton. Are you from there originally? Nah. Right. And my mum just, my mum was just like, you're going to this school, innit? My brother went to the same secondary school as me. So where was you from? What, what, what do you mean? Like area? Yeah. Yeah, Clapham, Clapham Park. Oh, okay. Brixton Hill, whatever right. you want to call it. So it's like. And what, sorry, what about you, Pemper? Oh, same, same, same. Same, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Clapham Park, so I was just like, yeah, going to this college, just kind of just think, figuring it out, bruv. I literally remember being 16, just thinking, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like anytime they used to ask me, like, what are you doing? I'm just like, I, just, I guess I'm in college now, innit? I didn't want to go there, so I was just, had that mindset. Was just... But are you, like, listening to a lot of music at that yeah, point? Yeah, no. Well, I've been listening to, like, the music mm. was always, that was always getting my fruit, because it was like, like I said, I didn't know what was going on. So what were you listening to? Sixteen. I was into like French Montana. I was listening to what, like, just a little whole load of rap stuff, like a lot of uh, Tyler Creator stuff. I was on all of that old future stuff. What else was going on them times? Bro, hey, nice, bro. See, see, when I was sixteen, did that? That's when I was DJing in uni parties. Yeah, when I was sixteen. Cause mm. my older <laughs> brother was like a DJ as well, wasn't it? Right. He like. He like it was yeah, so he was a DJ and he was what he was what two he was three years above me. So Okay, that's useful. Yeah, so mm. like that was that's that has been my like my my one dub like throughout the whole of my life. Like from like from like year seven, my my brother's in year ten. You know what I mean? So like it, like to get so it was like the second I the second I I was sixteen, my brother's already like first year. Mm. Do you get? So I'm sixteen, he's DJing in Coventry and shit. And obviously, like they're getting me into parties. They've been getting to parties since I was like younger, anyway. So, oh, people always thought I was older, innit? <laughs> so, like that was by by one. So by sixteen, I'm in college, thinking I'm not going to uni anyway because this I've clocked that uni. <laughs> I've clocked what uni was. I said, oh, okay, uni's cap. You people don't even know. Everyone's looking forward to go to this place. You don't even know it's not even lit up there. Speak. Yeah, nah. Sorry, oh, like, <laughs> college. Remember what about first year? Uh, Man, what's year? Remember? And, and that's the thing because we were going to the same college, but. 
I want to say anything. You, you know what I mean? We see him passing. Like, he'll be he's like, Doing what something else, and plus, because like he said, he was with his older brother and that, so he had like second years that he was chilling with anyway. Yeah, so, so we right. was in we was in college th- thinking this youth is just like a second year anyway. But I mean, so, I mean, I mean, his year. Oh, so, but you were in the same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Same okay. year, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like, I've got people in my class that I might be cool with, but other than people in my class, I'm chilling with like right. the older year because yes. I just happen to know them from being outside of college yeah. anyway, innit? So right. I'm just like. And I'm guessing that's how you got into DJing. I was DJing before that. But three year older brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three older brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he's, he was out partying when when I was in like year eight, year seven. So he was probably like year 10 and shit. He was DJing. What did he used to DJ? What music? Um, Bashment. He's right. A, he's okay. a dark soul DJ. Crazy right. okay. dark soul mm. DJ. Shout out first. Yeah, he was K-Trap's DJ for a while. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how did you guys, you were like orbiting each other a little bit, but then how did you actually end up linking up and. Um, I guess forming what would be the 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 start of like a long lasting partnership. So and there's more of you, right? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's four of us in scary things. Um, so how me and JK initially ran into each other was um, follow me, bro. College? No, 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 no. So, so so that's what I'm saying. So so JK lives on lives on ends. Mm-hmm. So on ends lives close to me. Down the road, literally. I mean, like th- like down the road. And how long do you say you lived there? My whole life. <laughs> he says his whole life. My whole <laughs> life. Since 2003, I've been living in that same spot. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that this doesn't make any sense. Cause he, says that, he says I wasn't <laughs> on the end. Like, I'm outside every day. But like I said previously, <laughs> I, went to school, I went to school in Creighton. So I'm outside every when day. I, when I was going outside, it was taking a bus up to Creighton, or to Ballum Station and taking a train to Creighton. And, and not even on a thing where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm outside on some... But like, I've got friends that all live in the same area. Nobody can recall a time when it's, <laughs> oh, yo, I see it. Like, look at that. It might be an alien. No, Shamwa, Shamwa. Might be an alien. Shamwa's my boss. There's one of my boys, he said, oh, yeah, no, I seen him from time ago, one time. Because you see me, I'm strict to morals. I'm just a matter of, when I, when I was growing up, it was a matter of, my mum said, listen, mate, this area, it's a bit shaky. I don't want you to go to the local schools. I said, all right, cool, whatever, innit? Went to the school in Creighton, came back. My older brother was saying the same thing. He's saying, now, the guys in this area, bro, just keep to yourself, find your, find your set of friends, and then, you know what I mean? You're going to live a good life. And I was like, all right, cool, I stuck to that. So when I used to go out, it was a matter of, I'm going to Creighton, I'm going to Crown Point, I'm going to, like, Norwood, like, all, like, them sides, up them sides, innit? So I'm not, if I'm seeing people, like, my, my man here on the end I'm gonna They'll be going left I'll just go right I'll just be like Alright cool Let me go to the bus stop I don't really know these guys I'm not really here To make new friends I feel like that train's gone So I was just like Alright cool I'm so the one my business Fast forward now In life innit So So we're in college now innit And um, Man ends up Walking back from college I don't know I don't know how Me and this, this guy End up Chopping it up mm. Walking back from college now Um and he's walking in my direction home. But like, start at college, you walk in a certain direction, <laughs> like, cool, you live in my same area. We, we've established that. Mm. But you know when you get to the part where it's like, cool, like, I'm getting awfully close to my house and you're still with me. Mm. So, 
what's going on here, innit? Man's not looking at each other like, I'm looking at him, he's looking at me like, you know when you're thinking we can't be walking the same no, no, route? I've even, even changed my route because yeah. I thought, no, I'm trying to shake this youth fully. <laughs> yeah, bro. This, I can't walk this youth my route fully. I've, I've walked the other route now. Change the danger route. is real with these guys. Like, change the danger. I don't know this gentleman. And he's walking fast. I'm walking. At this point, I'm thinking, nah. Is this it? Is this the end of my story? Where you live, though? But it's, it's at the point here where it's like, right, cool, like, it's kind of where my spot's it. Like, like, where you live? Like, where'd you live in it? He's like, oh, my lady's down there. I'm like, oh, shit. My lady, she lives down there. He's like, oh, damn, crazy. And then, yeah, chilly. I, I, I'm DJing um, for 6 7 at this point, end up getting a radio show. And um, when, when I've got the radio show, um, I was doing it by myself. Shout out Gavin at that time. Um, so this was at Radar? Yeah, this is yep. at Radar. So I, I used to, rep, I was a represent back in the day before. Ah, uh, okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I was doing like represent drive time with Why Now, Gang Ting, shout out to Mando. Um, that was cool. But end up on Radar doing um, my show by myself, met DFR, cool, doing a show, doing a show. Um, and they moved my time. They moved my time to a different time. And then um, the, other, the other day, obviously, I've been like meeting Jake on ends one time. Obviously, we're chilling. Obviously, we're, we're out here doing all this separate stuff. And I was acting around. Well, might as well drop my to radio one day, innit? Mm. Obviously, when he's at radio, I was like, right, you might as well jump on the mic, innit? Mm. And we just like, and then yeah, just had him on the mic, like just like going back and forth on some chat and music, just as we do on the ends, innit? Mm. I thought, right, like, like you know what I mean? This might you might have to come down to my show, innit? Like. Like Jake was driving at the time, he was mad young. Like, oh, bro, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, I was thinking, right, he'd be like, pull up in it. But like, when, he's, when he's pulled up, yeah, Gavin was like, raw, bring that guy back. Shout out Gavin, <laughs> yeah. Gavin as well. Gavin was like, bring that guy back. I was like, all right, yo, yeah, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> and then after that, it turned into the JK show. Then after the for JK show, I think he was on the show one time. And, you, you coined the term scary things or someone said I don't yeah know. I can't remember how, you how someone said scary yeah, things but something was going on that was a scary thing <laughs> and then after that it was like right oh, no. that's the show day about scary things yeah. at what point then because like all the music that you were talking about from 10 years ago it's basically all US stuff mm. but then and then we sort of hopped to you were DJing for 6-7 so like mm. where does like listening to well, not even just UK stuff, but like specifically like South London stuff. When does that suddenly happen, right, cool. and what's the like effect on you? Alright, cool. So, so before even listening to like the US stuff, what man was listening to was was like what my my older cousins and older brothers were listening to like Joe Black, like um, gigs, like Joe Grind, um, etc. Names I don't know. But, see, a lot, of, a lot of guys, bro. Pot of peeps. What guys? Move up, pot of peeps. English Frank. Yeah. I can't leave like too Crypton many. Like, Conan, Crypton Conan. Man, like, bear man, bro. So like, that was just kind of like background, but it hit a point here where that man hit a ceiling, innit? Mm. And I'll be real. What was it like at that shift when suddenly the kind of... The drill this, stuff. The, yeah, the drill stuff is emerging and it's like really local, really like you're connected to uh, it. That must have been a kind of different way of like yeah, experiencing yeah. it. It felt... It felt um, like you kind of you know something's good going on. You felt like you f- it felt like yeah something's happening here, bro. Man, them are getting deals and you're he- you're seeing views get to crazy amount of numbers, and it's like one minute I'm chilling with Bamps, next minute he's talking about yeah I'm going on tour, I'm doing this show and that, and it started like we didn't. It I I feel like I didn't have a point to or a period where I was like okay I could actually deep it. 
It kind of mm. just like I'm growing up. Mm. I'm yeah. going to college. A new song comes out tomorrow, and now it's like this song that's just bubbling. Next month is on two million, three million. Uh, like you know what I mean. And now this this guy who was on the ends or people knew him or this girl's cousin is now signing a deal, and it was just like. <laughs> It, it probably feels weirder to me and Tom having mm. just been like, you know, writing about music and London music and mm. you're from London anyway, to, to see that happen and blow up in such a sort of hyper local mm. way. Mm. Um, and also to be such obvious like reportage on hyper local mm -hmm. shit as well. And I, th I think it just really stuck out as like a total sea change. But obviously if you're like 17, 18, 19 at the time, it's like, well, yeah, that's just what's happening. So. Literally, it was yeah. literally like, that's, this is what's going on and now. Like, it felt good. It felt good. I'll, I'll put that as like a blanket statement at that point in time it felt yeah. good and it felt like oh new music coming out all the time guys competition was real like it was real scary them times because it was like <laughs> nobody knew like music business and all that stuff so like this guy's cousin is his manager now like and now we're just now it's just them against the world <laughs> trying to get a YouTube video out Pac-Man's in the cut everyone's getting filmed and like it was, it was crazy like, but was, sometimes when that sometimes that's when it's like at it's most creative yeah, right yeah no it was when real. the business isn't really yeah, in the yeah, room yeah, yeah, and like fact. people are just going into the great unknown you know, facts, facts, facts. And obviously mixed with, like, the road stuff or whatever was going on at that time. It's like, you know, it just... There were so many variables that made it a good a good, a good, good little time as a spectator, I would say. I think it's an interesting time as well because I know it's... I mean, if we're talking... We're talking, like, mid, like, 2015-ish at this mm. point, right? And it's like... That's also, I think, personally, when, like... Kind of... I don't want to trying to think how to phrase this i don't want to like make too sweeping a statement but like i feel like that was potentially the last time that like u.s rap felt that kind of like almost lawless as yeah. well in like a good way like yeah. people just throwing out mixtapes yeah. yeah like streaming hadn't really kicked on at that point yeah and like i don't know like they just felt like on both sides of the atlantic there was so much creativity in the air no facts because there was period. that double xl there was that that double xl the last, um, the last, the last one. true one that Uzi. had yeah. with, with like Uzi and Kodak yeah. Black and stuff. Kodak, yeah, Triple yeah. X. Yeah. Um, no, no, was, was, was he the one. next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the next one after that. The one that you're talking about is the 21 Kodak, Denzel Curry, uh, Little Yorty. Right, okay. Um, Uzi's on there. That's funny because it doesn't feel like there's been a whole generation to sweep all of them away. Did you get it? Yeah, yeah. Like, you get it. That's... And that's why that's why that one's so like. I didn't know what the word to use, polarizing, whatever. Like it was just, it was lit. Cause it, up to this day, I still go back and take it in, and I'm just like, raw. These guys had the, they wanted it. Yeah, and it's funny. Like obviously, me and Chow writing about it and covering it really heavy in that period. Like, and maybe part of this was, you know, we were maybe the audience we were writing to maybe wasn't like a typical rap audience, but like people were so anti Young Thug mm. and anti Kodak Black mm. and anti Uzi and stuff like that. And the amount of comments that were just like, this isn't music. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy sounds like X. And yeah. you look at it now and it's like the whole scene now is just like Young Thug's children. Like it's That's it's a good wild. point. That's a good point you said that. I feel like that's why, that's kind of, not kind of why I was like, I want to angle myself in this thing. What It was like, I remember when that was happening and even Travis Scott, he was getting backlash them like when he first came through and that. And there was a guy, Ebro, you know Ebro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started. That was oh, the man. first. Yeah, that was my first music like critique. I would say he was on the radio or so in it, but he used to critique music hard. Like mm. he would have people on here. He's saying crazy shit. Like he's having interviews. They're having back and forth and that. And I used to watch him, and I was thinking, nah, this makes sense because these guys need some sort of range. Like there needs to be 
because it was going on crazy, innit? And I felt like Uber was like my one port of what's what's how did the OG see it, innit? Because before us, man, it was the OGs who had everything to say early doors. So I was like, seeing Ebro getting onto Lil Uzi Vert, mm-hmm. and Uzi Vert said something to him like, I don't even need to freestyle, bro. He's like, he's like all of this writing bars and shit. He's like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you're not going to be, he didn't say he's not going to be nothing, but he was like, oh yeah, these guys are going to um, come and go. And I think Uzi Vert even spun back on him and I was like, brother. I want to get back to 6-7 and stuff, but I think this is quite an interesting tangent. Like, you mentioned Ebro. Like, which hosts, like, I mean, not just radio, but I presume it's mostly radio, have, like, influenced what you do um, and, and your show? Definitely fuck with Charlemagne. Mm. Charlemagne. Obviously, I feel like I, w- like, I would put him on that, st- that standard of, like, of Ebro, but I feel like he 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 doesn't he isn't too critical on the music. He's just like I mean, yeah, like, like I, I I I just like his 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 not say mannerisms, but the way he like he controls an interview and talks to guests so comfortable. But nah, hey, you know what I'm saying it's, it's cool to watch, isn't it? Um, I could smell Char- Charlemagne's um, agendas though. But that's <laughs> cool though said. at the same time. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool at the same fact. time because there needs to be agendas. Yeah, you know. What I mean? Nah, you, know like, you, need, you need to have them. You need to have them. To sure. have agendas still. Um, uh, uh, Ebro's one of them still for me. Even though I don't, I don't rock with him as much as I used to. I used to kind of be like, nah, I need an Ebro interview, like you know what I mean. But now I'm kind of like, yeah, he's kind of turned into Grandpa Simpson, screaming at the clouds, <laughs> type shit. Um, Rosenberg was cool until the rappers became cooler, so I kind of stopped listening to him. I feel like UK man gotta give a shout out to Dotty. Dotty's Dotty's the iciest, iciest okay. star, yeah. Cold okay. presenter, I like her. She be Facts. doing her thing. Um interviews are cold. Um and then like radio show folks, I fuck with Stucci show like hard, man. Yeah. Stucci show is hilarious, man. Like her show it should it should be on GTA. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's like, still got that like pirate radio energy almost. Yeah. It's it's just, like, it is quite reckless and was, just wild. I've sat yeah, I've sat in like a McDonald's drive through many times gee, in this late night. Just heard that show, I was thinking, no, this is ridiculous. So to get back to Six Heaven and you guys, well, you've been becoming a DJ. But mm. did you know them locally? Yeah. Um. So my, obviously, yeah. So same area that they're all from is where we're from. And um, I went to school with a lot of them. Obviously, like. Got my own relationship, went to church with a couple man, <laughs> like just like a whole local thing. And obviously, like, I wasn't like involved with anyone, not, not in any aspect, but I just, like, that's like my, my folks, innit? Um, so obviously, when I was working, um, LD lived like literally across the road from my house, innit? So LD lives opposite me, so I'm I'm just like some mornings, it's called this yard, chill, but there'll be bad, bad man coming in and out, like obviously, like rapper faces, innit? You know what I mean? Like folks, like. You might see and think, "Oh my gosh!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like that's how these y'all did it. Mm. What was he? Yeah. So, before even before that, anyway, um, he was just on on some raw like when I was working. He was like, "Right, oh, yeah, I was a teacher for the man." Then was that simple? Just- yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Literally. So like, literally. But at that, at that point, like, there was no clout, no nothing. It was just mm. like, yo, like, I, I like I was already like a. I found myself into like DJ and trap music at that time. It wasn't even like a drill thing, but it was like at that time we called drill trap anyway. Mm. So like it was like I was just playing UK trap and I was playing 
American trap, like future and shit, mixing it with like UK trap. And obviously there was no drill, you know what I mean? But it was just exactly what they were doing now, but we just called it trap, trap, UK trap, innit? Did you see like being around it and that close to it? Because like I always remember reading an interview with Six Seven, or it might mm. actually, I think it might have just been with LD really early on. And they were asking him about Chicago, and he was like, "It's all I listen to. Like I just listen to Chief, yeah, yeah, Reese, whatever." Like, uh, was yeah. it that quick where that stuff started popping off, and all of a sudden you just saw that really influenced the music around you, and like it changed direction? Um, I would say so. Yeah, I would say because because obviously he's in the music at this point in time, isn't it? Well, ish, but yeah. I'm but I'm chilling with my friends. So it's like yeah. when I'm hearing this music popping off, and I'm seeing the change in my brethren and the people that are immediate to me, people are now all of a sudden people are growing their hair. People are, people are, people are do, throwing up hand signs and that. People are on Everyone's like, getting true religion. Yeah, yeah. people are like, okay, true religion fits. It's like getting like crazy. thing, like true, like yeah, true religion. Yeah, no, facts, facts. Denim facts. up and downs and shit. Man will be getting the denim trees. Like, man, I'm letting you know Montclair. I'm trying to get like that. Like, it's sad. So, like, at that point, it was like, cool. Folks side. Because before, I feel like to rap in the UK, yeah, like, you could be a bad man rapper, yeah. But if you're broke. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. then, yeah, it started being about drillings. Yeah, no, and man, was saying, "Hey, I could drill something." Literally, <laughs> and literally. you know what I mean. And literally. I can rap, literally. and that was it. Like, literally. and you like, know what I mean, literally. the requirements to be a drill rapper didn't like weren't as heavy as to be a proper rapper. <laughs> like, that it was not cop out, but it was like, okay, this is an avenue now where I can make the conscious decision to be a drill rapper. Definitely, it's definitely like a grime baby in a way. Definitely, because definitely, 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 because everyone that partakes in drill currently, you, they're not gonna tell you, oh yeah, I don't know what grime is, or they're gonna they're not gonna tell you, oh I was inside not listening to grime, I just came out here doing music and it was some drill shit. Like everybody was a part. From the UK, at least. If you, yeah, literally, if you're from the UK, from London, there's definitely grime roots in you. And it definitely showed in the music real, you know, especially six, seven when they're cutting through when they decide to tweak their thing a little bit. I feel like the Grime guy didn't get a fair shake, obviously. You get it? Because of technology and the year that Grime was coming up. And it's like, nah, like these drill guys. And I, I feel like Grime was less sensational, if that, if that makes sense. No, you know, if, if, if the scene was the same year back then, like Bear Man. When we were, and all them kids that were singing P2J or what's that song? Hand in the air, cover bro. That man would have been millionaires. They would have been millionaires. Potentially, potentially, potentially. So when you say when you say technological technology, do you mean like in terms of the business side of it, kind yeah. of, or not just that business, side, but like that side, the YouTube, yeah, CSP, that's why I mean, yeah. how like, man's consuming the rhythm. Yeah, like, like there's just spare like, things that them man's missed out on. That's what I feel like. Feel like the hood, the hood's always been there, isn't it? And like folks have always like tapped in, but I feel like mm. it was like, how were you making money back then? If like they not say like Spotify is a good thing, yeah, but it's kind of is a good thing. It's got pros and cons, isn't it? Mm. Folks really don't don't buy music to this day, mm. but now at least like streamings there, folks can you get, get all cheese. You get bro, Bama went broke. Bama went broke. <laughs> like, yeah. Bama Bama went broke. broke. No piece of music. Like live pirate radio that's been celebrated so much is literally crime. Do you get like, man can't go and play, do a do a steady radio in my God, house and make some damn. money or in the building and make some money. I've got to climb on the block and start doing all this funny stuff, bro. Jinky, you know, jinky. Keep it jinky. And it's like it's fun now that we can laugh back at it, but it's like really and truly, 
That shit it been going was now. a hellhole. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, people want to do that, um, that trauma, that trauma, trauma porn where they're like, yeah, this isn't like back in the day where we was just two men in the yard. And yeah, I, was, bro, I don't want to be in that struggle, no bro. Bread. I want to make music and make money. And that's why it's like, it's a double-edged sword right now, isn't it? Because it's like, bro, people are really changing their lives off this shit. Yeah. I, I think you've touched on something there with like, the difference, obviously, that social media has made mm. to the entire ecosystem, like what Drill did was leverage YouTube into this, like, battering ram to get into the charts where mm. it was like, well, we're here now. Like, there's yeah. actually just two... You've changed the rules on the streaming, mm. so I don't even need to sell a real CD, so we're just... We're actually in your charts. Exactly. Yeah. you can do about exactly. it. Exactly. But it, I think it's kind of... I had a question that was a little bit... Like, you've addressed it a little bit, this idea of 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 the differences and how you know yeah how drill is shaped by social media but I'm I think as much as like it would have been different for a lot of grime artists if they'd had that infrastructure drill artists have had to face this different type of response that is also fueled by the social media so mm-hmm, there's obviously mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. huge like moral panic about mm. it the way that it's depicted in the media the way that social media itself kind of like f- like fuels not just the scene but sort of like Everything. people's lives yeah, like yeah, kids no, facts, lives facts, and, facts. and there's just quite a lot of um, you know there's a lot of spotlight on it and you have like the police using music videos mm. in cases mm. about gang like literally using music videos and mm. lyrics in cases so they have like this entire new range of problems to mm. face that are totally connected to the success of it maybe yeah no exactly that's what I was about to say the checks are coming in you know <laughs> like if if the feds <laughs> say listen there's no more of this music stuff, bro. They could have done that. They could have said, listen, drill, forget about it. If you're seen doing drill, done. But obviously, situations arise and there's some guys that make it through. Like, I was literally speaking about Heady One the other day saying, Heady One made it through, bro. You Heady get One too popular and there's actually nothing it. they can do. You get it. Like, you get yeah. too popular, you, you figure it out. This is literally a school situation where in school they tell you to apply yourself and you reap the benefits. This now is turning to a life or death situation now because you want to retire your, f- your family like I'm saying. You want to make money you, and you're realising you get paid for your voice. So you either figure, see it as long-term investment or you see it as, oh, I'm just doing this music thing. And that was literally what a lot of men in the ends were dealing with. You know what I'm saying? The police are going to do what the police do. The police have been. They've been running after guys and shutting shit down and illegal raves, warehouse raves and all of this stuff, bro, back in the day, you know? So when the drill shit was going on... It was just that, bruh. What'd you expect, man? Every day, there's always something. There's always something. There's always something. People are always trying to do something to the man, then, bro. Like, can't be in the park. Bear man up. Can't be doing this. You can't be doing that. You can't go here. Giving man restrictions, all this stuff. So the drill shit was, like you said, it's like the marketplace, innit? Online marketplace, I go in there, I can shop my favorite drill artist. Find out what's going on All in the comfy of my house <laughs> That's what police didn't like Because Constable will go upstairs And he starts listening to some drill shit And he's thinking what the hell and That's the way, that's where I say they, they went wrong in it Because I feel like they did target They did target it in a way where it was like A bit unfair but These guys are still one man Once you have some winners The ecosystem could continue bro So do you think it's kind of too big to fail now? Oh, a hundred percent. How long was how, how long was Sprinter running? Um, ten weeks now. For? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so. exactly. You got Central C ten, having little kids, talking about having nine girls and, um, eaters. No, um, come on, bro. I grew up. I grew up, and the most the most like 
outlandish thing when I was growing up on on the charts was Cheeky Girls. I remember because then I think back to myself, but like, I can't believe I was singing that song as a little kid. Like where the Cheeky Girls, you know the Cheeky Boys songs in the charts. Yeah. Yeah. Cheeky Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm trying to think. There must have been when I was growing up. What was what was really outlandish? Like an outlandish song that was actually we can think back like nah, that. I'm the... sure there was sluttier stuff than that though. Like and there was the ecstasy Chris... one in the early '90s, wasn't there? What, Chris... You were going to say Christina Aguilera? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, American stuff. American yeah, stuff. American stuff. The, Bar- the Barbie song's a trill song. So that's, oh yeah, even that's that. Crazy. Even that. Nicki Minaj and Spice. Obviously, it's 50 years of hip hop right now. That's what, like the main thing I see everywhere. I go 50 yeah. years, 50 years, 50 years. And obviously, like the main thing I always hear is that like, it was they, like. In the beginning days, they always said, "Oh, yo, this is gonna, oh, you're gonna last this long." Mm. Yeah, it was a complete fad, even you know for I mean? quite a long time, actually. Yeah, like, yeah. It, was, it was a good like five years where it was just not like just a kind of hobby thing. Mm. Like, people just saw it as a thing that people in New York were playing with, almost. Right? You know what like, I mean? A kids, kids thing. Yeah. And then, and then yo, then. all of a sudden, kind of got so real. Come on, bro. That <laughs> Yo. Now we're rich men. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now you got now you've got Snoop Dogg perm in his hair. Should night <laughs> go into Jimmy like Iovine's house yeah. and playing football. But yeah. it takes a long time for the for the records to be perceived as these big artistic statements, yeah, you, right? You get it, you get it. That's like that's why I say like guys like Heady One, I literally said it the other mm. day. Not that anyone deserves jail, touch wood. But I'm like, Heady One going through what he went through is why he's so able to just like, you know what I mean? Mm. Drop these rhythms, keep focused. You know, everything has to happen before and six, seven, they went through, they went through and people from the outside probably sitting down looking at it thinking, all right, next time it comes around again, I ain't missing this train. I'm going to know how to, I'm going to know how to pattern up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And X, Y, Z. So I just feel like, you know, it's just, it's just, I feel like we're in the, we're at the optim, optimal space right now. Like Drill was here, innit? It's part of a subgenre of rap. If you want to call it that. And it's worldwide. People do it in France, people do it in England, people do it in Brazil. It's just that now. I think that might usher us possibly to uh, some slightly more future-facing questions as yeah. we're, mm. we've, we've talked for quite some time. So maybe we should spin ourselves off? to the future, yeah? yeah? Mm. Do you want to do that on top? Yeah, all right. Go on. Um, well, I guess, I thought a really interesting thing to go down potentially was like, well, I guess both, What it's probably obvious, right, but like, in terms of the main trends and influences of the last like five years of rap, which has mm. been like kind of the dialogue between Chicago, the UK, Brooklyn, Jersey, what do you see coming in like the next five years? Jim um, mm. Legacy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I knew you'd say Jim Legacy at one point. Yeah, I was actually listening to the mixtape on the way you up get there. It. That's yeah. honest. That's where all my chips. If I'm at, if this was a box <laughs> table right now, all my chips are going into Jim Legacy. Pushing them there still. And and his various counterparts, I feel like we're getting a pop. We're gonna get like a, a punk rock. Mm. Shout out, shout out. Punk rap type shit. Shout out to folks that only wear black as well. Yeah, literally opium babies and that. Opium folks. I feel like, yeah. Jim Legacy, Len. But musically though, you're saying it's like it's it's kind of prime for its kind of punk moment. Like it's almost like it's it's so established. It's almost, you know, it's it's rock and roll in nineteen seventy four. Someone needs to come along, Mm. smash it up Mm. and be like, Mm. actually Mm. you could be weirder. You could yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Right now I feel like that's where the the UK's kind of got to a point where I feel like um not saying folks are over the drill thing, but drill thing's cool, but but it's not all that people are listening to. Mm. And like if you're trying to have 
good time. You ain't really trying to hear no drill. Exactly. Unless like it's a certain type of drill that I mean, I mean like sprinter. Sprinter's a nice drill. Yeah. Where's a nice drill? Yeah. You know what I mean? But like when it made people really try to let their hair down, got some Len running, mm. got some Femi Guerrero running, mm. you know what I'm saying? Some Don Corleo, obviously he ain't he, he, he from UK, but you know what I'm saying? Um Azuki and that, yeah. Recky, cool yeah. guys like um just bag call. Yeah. A lot of folks that are like just like Party music, the yeah, vibes, man. Ready for some yeah. party music. Literally, like, club, and, club music. Like, these yeah. guys are like, um, like, Drill was very fuck the police, mm. and this new wave is kind of just anti establishment, kind of like we do it ourselves. Yeah. Like, type of shit where just like the scary things where it's like four of us and we're just trying to make it, like, we're just trying to put our brains together, tackle something, and on to the next one. I feel like this new wave of artists, they're literally like that because. When we speak to them, that's not their grievance. But what for one thing they always say is, "Oh, the label want me to do this, like, or they want me to drop this song over there." Mm-hmm. But I've already leaked it on my TikTok because I was wanting to like type shit, and it's like my fans are rocking with it, like. So, and I'm and we're see, I'm seeing this happen in real time. And I'm like, yeah, this is the next like where it's like the label's like, okay, cool, here's the money. Just bring us back the return, you know what I mean? Yeah. I shout out that boy Colts. Yeah, shout out Colts as well, you know what shout I'm saying? Out boy so a lot of guys Cold. like that's why I say Jim Legacy's taking all my chips right now because it's like he's kind of shown yeah. them that yo, I can just do this off off the strength of the muscle. Just give me the check. Because like, he ain't signed it. We don't have a pop star anymore. You know, use a UK pop star. Mm. That's a male. Our I last mean- one was Tiny Temper. Coming out, coming out of the black scene. Urban, urban. Coming out of the black scene, urban, you know, every, whichever connotation you want to give it. But I mean, I mean, it's Stormzy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, cool. To be fair, but, but I mean, she's not giving us Miami to a beef though. I, I mean, yeah, what is his relationship? <laughs> Did you to get all it? Of the rest of it. Stormzy ain't giving us Miami to a beef for. He's not giving us written in the stars. He's giving us good music, safe stuff. And he shot up quite fast, so he yeah. didn't get to spend that much time, kind of in this. Level yeah. of the soup, but you know? you know what's yeah. funny though? And he was just. Do you know what's funny though? The fact that Stormzy's origins is rap. Stormzy, yeah. when I was in school, Stormzy had bars that he he spit. I'm like this. Guy. So when obviously the narrative is that oh he's a grime, da da da, which is true because he spat on some grime. He's short. He showed his chops, but it's like raw. A man was still working. Stormzy was working still, but. The pop star thing, I feel like it's coming for these man's wave. Like, I hear you though. Stormzy is our pop star by default. He's our de facto black pop star. <laughs> but my true one pop star is Tiny Temple. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think we've had, we've had a tight Central C. <sighs> That's what I was just gonna say. If we would just reach the point now where the metrics have changed so much that like Central C is the biggest yeah. male pop yeah, star. Yeah, in no, the Central UK. C is a Harry Potter type of situation. You see Central C, Central <laughs> oh C God. can't. Like, like, you see the advancement of this, like, after Central C, it's, it's scary, bro. I don't know how you're going to come and not beat Central C, but it's like, after Central C, where do we go? It's it's funny because at the beginning you were mentioning Tyler and it's like, you it would be good to have like a Tyler equivalent, if, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, like, I feel like that's in the, the Someone's the just pool. in a blonde wig. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's like... in the pool that we're going in right now. That's, that's the pool Something that we're going in right freaky. now. Them guys. Yeah. Like, Tyler I mean, I could see that. Jim Legacy yeah, kind of the, doing it's that. It's like, the children of In like eight of years Jim, time. Maybe. Yeah. 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 One of Jim's kids. But sense. it just takes a few people to do it and then other people yeah, just certain. join. For certain, for certain, for certain. The roads right now is crazy. Central C is at a pinnacle where I don't think he's going to get... I don't think they're going to take him out of it still. 
it's impossible for Central City to lose at this point. <laughs> I think he's already won. You get like, like I literally chatted to someone yesterday, like, and I'm like, at this point, it's just a, a matter of tackling America. But I don't even think I feel like that ship sailed with UK. I feel like we're kind of comfortable. In what sense, as in you think? In terms of generating money and living a sustainable life as like an artist. But in the sense that you feel like America's more accepting of it, or we just don't need America. No, we don't point. need America. If yeah. America's rock with it, America's gonna rock with it, isn't it? Like, when they have festivals, they book UK artists. Yeah. And that's calm. Well, I mean, how have you guys seen it at stuff like Rolling Loud? Exactly. Like, He's come do work. Um, but he's a DJ. <laughs> the American artists are cool and all, but. I was well. I was watching. I was watching Lance Hefo at um, Rolling Loud um, the other day. Just obviously, like he, I think he was like one of the only um, UK artists that they had. But um, and they, they and they they really rock with him. And I feel like um, Americans Americans rock with UK artists, but not to the not to the point of yo. Like I'm popping out to the show, yeah, and giving my energy, yeah, right. You know I mean, I feel like the David Abbott. Like Lancey folks had to work at that, yeah. Like folks might say they really like Dave, they don't, they don't, they don't. You know I mean, like they like they like him a bit, yeah. But like you know, what I mean, like they like they, they they really do. Like it's not like they're lying or anything. Like the Americans. They're not gonna yes. say fuck Dave. It's impossible. <laughs> Americans, you know what I mean, if like, you're driving nice. from one state to another state and you said, "Oh, sorry, I've already got Dave songs." Gonna tell you we need to sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, oh, okay. I feel like that was always the way that like Dizzy's success was described in America, where mm. there was like a hardcore of people who were like, uh, "Have you heard of Dizzy Rascal? Mm. Like, this is obviously the coolest shit." Mm. But was he like a like hugely mm. beloved? I'm no, not sure. I ever like it. reached that level. Sandra C is probably the only man who could potentially get like that. Like Sandra yeah. C's got the potential to do that. Yeah. 100%. Because he actually coming with raps now. Like, he, on top of his look and the fact that he looks like a pop star and whatnot, I'm all hitting the mic, it's like, Sandra's, he actually raps. So Yeah. That LA Leakers freestyle was just so clever you get as well. It? You when get I saw it? him do that, I was like, that's such a smart This move. is what Perfect. we need. This yeah. is the, that's, that's, that's what cool. I say, like, yeah. he could be him. He could be him. But, you know, time will tell. Like, we discussed the him theory a lot. The theory of him. If we start talking about the theory of him, it's the whole yeah, we'll, we'll be here for another two hours. Yeah, if yo, we discuss aye, him. Aye, give aye. us the give us the summary, the theory of him. <laughs> the theory of him. It's a it's it's a complicated like mindset because it's like hit, to be him, you have to understand what comes with being him. Like there's a lot of responsibility, there's a lot of obligation that being the the front runner, the guy who is the guy, you know. It's like heavy as the head. You know what I'm saying? Heavy is the head. That like Stormzy is even want to go a tape or song called that, I think. Yeah. And it's like Stormzy can't even be him. Hey, Stormzy can't be him. I'll tell you a flat Stormzy can't be him. <laughs> because Stormzy not saying like that, but Stormzy lost the ends. And, I don't want to that's why I don't want to but it's true. And and, and and it's and the thing of being him, yeah, it's is everyone. being able to balance all these things. Mm. Not even just like 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 fickle things like that, but it's just like no, it's facts though. You know it's facts. Like, you're saying it's, it's facts. Like, you have like, to be able to get the paupers and the kings on your side. Yeah, <laughs> and like you don't give, you don't give. Not, not everyone can be him. Sometimes you're him for a bit. You're never him forever. Some people die being him. You know, like Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke was a him. Smoke mm. was him. <laughs> like there was a period of time, untouchable, respected, loved, hated, everything. You know what I'm saying? And 
he died with that with that status. Like long living hymns, I don't know. I don't know. When I'm looking at the scene right now, I'm like, is there any potential hymns? There was a period of time Dave was him. Early doors, when he had Drake with Wanna Know, and it was. And then it was like, all right, Dave's too political. You know what I'm saying? And now you've got Central C coming through, and it's like he's got everyone, but he ain't got the streets, though. No, 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 but no, essentially he's got everyone in the right place right now. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all, like his story's still playing out. I feel like he's, he's got everyone in the, in the right place yeah. right now. Like, so it's just like, all right, cool, let's just see how this plays out, innit? Yeah. But, um, there was a point where we thought Notes was going to be him. No, nah, for literally. <laughs> Literally, and he had a lie he, was literally, he was literally having the conversation literally, two days ago. Yeah, I remember seeing notes on ITV talking about, yeah, I signed the deal for this song, Addison <laughs> Lee. And I was thinking, raw, like, it's lit. For real, like, this is the guy. Like. And then, situation <laughs> changed. Like, Tiny Temper was him for long. Tiny Temper. Untouchable. T-Boy on the beach. The Tiny Temper will die as him. No, cause, facts. Because the, the him run, yeah, was so... Because that's how it can be. Yeah. Either die a hero or live yeah, long yeah. enough to become, see yourself become a villain. Literally. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tiny Temple got, got in and got out. <laughs> got in and got out. No, facts. Like, he, 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 like, you never see him fade off. You just, you just sort of step back yeah. <laughs> into yeah, the shadows. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hey, it's that's it. the him theory, isn't it? We went over for a bit, but... <laughs> Literally. I think that's got legs, yeah. yeah. It's got legs, it's yeah. got legs, because I, I, I've i held three-hour convos with certain individuals, and we've been... Talking this, about this. And oh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be when taking the penny drops, Literally, when the penny thing. drops, like, there is no hymns right now, you kind of get into, a, like, a melancholy state, mm. and you start thinking, damn, I'm just listening to the meaty guys. They're like, you know, true hymns. But do you think that's... Do you think that... It's just in the UK, or do you think that's kind of a that's, modern music thing? Yeah, in the sense yeah, that yeah, yeah. stuff is being consumed so fast. Yeah. I mean, for so I think Chow, you put those notes in about that thing recently, where they were saying like Ice Spice is the only genuine breakout US artist of like the last couple of Facts. years who like actually sells Facts. tickets. It's hard to break an artist now in America. It's super hard. Like, I feel like because of obviously YouTube and DSPs and social media, it's how everyone's consuming everything. It's like you don't know what's gonna pop, bro. I mean, it's still pretty early for someone like Ice for Spice. Certain. Like, there have been lots of for annual certain. Ice Spices who would be like, "Oh, this is the new breakout star." Like, it could, it could not be. But I started, I started do... realizing, I started realizing that at her age, and especially like a lot of the newer guys, I feel like that's what we're gonna get into. Careers are very not gonna be short, but I don't think people are in it for the long game anymore. In terms of that age group, like if you're born no, in like 2000 and that, you say that if you're born bro. in 2000, you say, you say that. But then look at Chief, how Chief Keith was hella young. Chief Keith was like, was like Chief Keith. 16, 17 when he when that shit was happening, bro. And, and 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 he had, I feel like the careers that they have are so like weirdly long. But the but time Chief Keith's been, peers though, Chief Keith's peers mm-hmm. that were around him at that point in time, who was still there to tell the tale. It's only that Chief was the pioneer, and it was like this shit's going off in Chicago. Kanye West has been talking about Chicago's dangerous for how many years? We weren't listening. This guy's finally got got hold of a camera and done. I don't like in his mum's house, in his grandma's house, and it was like he was this guy. You know what I'm saying? Because there was a period. Obviously, we got a little dark now as well. But after that, it's like his peers. Everyone's either dead or in jail, or just didn't make it make sense because it was like, brother, can yeah, I do this thing? Like, but I hear you though. I hear you, chief. But I feel like with this new new age, like these people that are born in like 2000, 2001. Then they're gonna tell you, bro. I could blow up in five years, make enough, and I'm about. 
Like, like ten years time, I don't think Ice Spice is gonna st- want to do music. If she's still doing music, then so be. I, but I doubt she would want to still be doing music in ten years. She'll have a, a range, yeah, like, style brand. You get know? it, or some makeup oh, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely business managers who are just like, yo, there's just so many ways to make money. Just at this point in time, music is just like one venture, like you know. But yeah, I feel no, like interested. we we might need to draw to a close mm. yeah. of some kind. What would you like to end on, Tom? Where should we end? I think you can pick. I think I've spoken should enough. Pick. Um, what should we go for? We just thought we'd put like a, just like a fun, stupid question at the end. Go on, you. Okay, what about, I think I would rather hear, I think I'd rather bring it back to like London and your actual lives. Mm. Okay. And I've just written, where do they go out, out? And I kind of want to know like, what is your actual vibe for being in London and like enjoying being in a club or listening to music or when you're not just on the radio listening to your own music up loud hmm. I don't want to be cheesy yeah I'm such a homebody <laughs> I'm such a homebody because you're always having to be in the club <laughs> yeah. playing records you know what I mean? like, it's crazy I just want to be in my, I just want to be in my house also it's been a zoo literally have YouTube running I feel yeah, like I feel like I'm the same still. I, like it's just a yard thing. Like if I'm ever going out, because I feel like I've gone to many places yeah, and yet I've I haven't found an ideal spot where I'm like, not this place. I've gone to places where like it's rocking at that night, but it's never been a place where I've gone to, and I'm like, no, this this place is just good settings. Like I want to come back here. I feel like I, I feel like everywhere's kind of blase. Like I've been here before, innit? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's film club then, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah. film club. Great. <laughs> What's next up on Film Club? Yeah. Uh, Akira. Oh, okay. Did you try to watch Akira? Has yeah, anyone, someone said, has someone anyone said in the group not seen Akira then? I've seen Akira. I don't, have you seen Akira? I feel like I've seen Akira. I've seen Akira a bit. I've seen, I, know, I feel like I've seen half it's of quite it. Long, I think I'm actually. the same. I've probably seen the whole film, but like across three different sections. <laughs> when I was like 12, you know what I mean? It takes a few guys to have a fucking clue what it's yeah, doing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that I, is a. A real masterpiece. I fuck with it though, yeah. I fuck, yeah. That's in my top five movies. Who suggested yeah. that? Okay, you know what? This might be a good closing question. Okay. Like, Guns to the Head, answer right now. Both of you, what's your favourite film? You said Akira Matrix. was top five. Matrix, great <gasps> yes, pick. Yes, that's Matrix. also my yeah. favourite film. Favourite film, Matrix, hands down. <sighs> Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. We don't need to talk about the sequels. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no. What was it? What? What? Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> Probably one of my... Straight to the head. If you're telling me I'm putting something on that I'm just going to enjoy, play me that. Play nice. me that. And you won't hear me complain. Like, that's one of my... Anything with Jack Black, to be fair. Natural Libre, School of Rock. I feel like that's my gun to the head that's, You're pulling in two quite different directions there. So we're going to oh. see how that pans out with Film Club, I think. Yeah. You know what it's like? We be arguing. We be arguing over things. But we have to argue in order to come to some sort of conclusion. Yeah, yeah. We never argue empty. like, And then we always argue and then it's like we need to sort out what we're doing here though you know what I mean get, to get some plans so we'll, we'll compromise there'll be a compromise somewhere in the middle of uh, the Matrix and uh, Jack Black <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to watch the Matrix now to be fair so, you know what I'm saying I was watching the Matrix I've watched the Matrix probably like so many times it's always life. good so I mean good. I thought it was the Matrix it's never a bad watch like just nah. which one all of them you like no, all of them no, no, no. one just the first yeah, yeah <laughs> just the first I was about to say I don't think I could watched. I've watched two and three multiple times again as well you don't need them and I was, what the recent one was that made me almost vomit. My eyes went red. What, the last one? Yeah, man. Very pointless. Uh, 
on that note, I think we should say thank yeah. you very much, Thanks JK very and much. Thank oh. you very much for having us, guys. Appreciate you. Well done. Gang, gang, gang. Is that your sign up? Gang, gang, gang.